Welcome, you are listening to episode 90 of the Nail Event Video Games Podcast, coming to you live on Twitch from Scotland on Thursday 24th of June 2021. I am Colin Little, and joining me today is Paul Kaczynski. Ahoy hi! And together with the absent Blunderboy87, we are the Nearly Men, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by executive producer Hamster Boy. Now we have nothing to do with the video games industry, we don't make them, we don't sell them, we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men and at some point you have probably kicked our asses online. How you doing Colin? There we are, That's uh, that was um, that was so, so good we, we sort of did that twice. I mean, do podcast you know, listeners won't hear that but, but for that went a wee bit awry. I thought you were better the first time. Just what I, I know. I, you know, it was my greatest performance. I'm absolutely aye. devastated. I was, I was, it was lightning in a bottle. That one, I was devastated. That's it. <laughs> vanished, vanished to the ether, gone to the to the Windows update gods. <laughs> God damn you, Windows update. Why Windows is it every time? Why is it every time? They're but listen, hopeless. Uh, they're announcing Windows 11 on Thursday today, actually. Well, in fact, it's probably announced. It was 8 p.m., I think. So, 8 a.m., sorry. So, I don't even know. Really, as a kind of video games, computer-type podcast, we should probably be on the ball with that. But uh... I mean, we should be. We should be on the ball about lots of stuff, including E3 that we're going to discuss later on. And actually, just beforehand, about what I actually said, I didn't actually see that much of it. Too busy working, mate. Uh, so, that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, actually, I'm going to break. We don't normally chat to the chat, but I've just seen subtle saying I don't want a goddamn weather forecast taken up. I have my taskbar, and that is damn. That is exactly right. I need to know how to turn that off because it's playing havoc with streaming. Playing havoc with streaming. That's where my Twitch chat streams and uh, uh, it sits in the stream. And if my mouse cursor even lies there for a second, I suddenly get this massive pop up about the article in some yahoo news pitch or something yahoo it's news it's not good man not welcome good. back 2002 <laughs> so not yahoo who is it i mean it's not yahoo it's well, surely it's your bing it must be bing surely what's the but difference bing. between that... bing and bloody yahoo well one's microsoft and one's yahoo yeah yahoo yes and it's just all the worst no actually it's it's, it's like some sort of top top stories and all that manage interests i don't want to see this fish. well never mind right I'll welcome to episode 90 where colin fixes his computer <laughs> <laughs> this is not something that we really have to worry about right now. I'll, I'll i'll deal with it later <laughs> well, well how you doing i'm well sir thank you very much i'm i'm good we're big today we get we well, get half a screen each yes look at this a little this roomy little days, mate. Little all right it's like moving back I mean, into a tenement it's not really like the old days, really, because in the old days it was just me and you and a cramped, cramped yeah. little Anywhere. table, <laughs> it, just any nook or cranny we could find, and there was nobody watching or listening to us. So yeah, it's yeah. a bit different now. There's so you, definitely some people watching us, and definitely some people listening to us. Don't get my scent, though. No, I don't get your musk. I don't. Oh. But you know, silver lightnings. Nice. <laughs> 
It'll be, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be nice someday where I can go. What is that? Oh, oh, hi, Paolo. <laughs> Not be. It'll be lovely. Brutal. Brutal. Right-click right your taskbar. Go to news and interests. Turn it off. There you go. There you go, podcast oh, is listeners. It, is it manage interest? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right, hold on. Hold on. It's I'm, not the time. This is not it's, the time to do this. not the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it later. It's going to be working. I brought up everything. It's like... I just, I just got a whole full screen thing where it got me like click on various things. It's like... This is really not the time. Dearing me. Anyway, um, there's not a lot of news, but we actually have an awful lot to talk about. Oh We've my, been there lots was. of games. The listeners have been playing lots of games, and in fact, some of them have been in touch. If you would like to get in touch and let us know what you've been playing for our next episode, then uh, here is how you do it. Reaching the Nearly Men is easier than ever. Search for the Nearly Men Video Games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch. Follow Colin at Colin underscore NM. Follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word. Follow Gary at Blunderboy87. And let's get social on Facebook as The Nearly Men. Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men. Or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com. Need all that again? Links are on our website, thenearlymen.com. So, what are you waiting for? Yes. So, what are you waiting for? Um, yes, so, Paolo, there has been a lot ha- uh, happening. Uh, there's not a lot happening right now. But, um, but yeah. I think, it's sel- I think it's selfish of E3 to, to essentially start mere hours after our last episode. They know we're a fortnightly podcast. They're at it. They're absolutely at it. Do you know I mean? So they... They're annoyed because, you know, we have a, a bit of a history of being more PlayStation than Xbox, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, you know, we sort of lost interest like pretty much everybody did with E3 once Sony left. And, uh, yeah, they're in a big huff about it. They're still in a huff about it. They obviously haven't been paying attention to the fact that you know, Paolo's near enough become a, well, the wee Maverick's become a Game Pass widow now, let's be honest. I mean, I, I, I was sort of expecting you to sort of jump in there for a second there, Paolo, as I took a drink, you didn't. So. I, I was waiting, well, you, you, you nearly took a drink about six times, so I was on the ball, but, but then you changed the subject. <laughs> We're, we're very we're not, tired. <laughs> we're, very we're, tired. We're, we're not in sync today at all. It's, we're, we're um running on empty. Aye, aye. Um, <laughs> I've got run ragged all day. He's been working all day. We shouldn't be here, man. Blood I mean, Boys I, I, are out getting steaming. Aye, Blood Boys on the randan. We should have said that. It's it's uh, the last day of term. Blood Boys out on the randan. I got home from work honestly about an hour ago. I had to have my dinner and all that and. I just I haven't really managed to catch up with anything. But um, but talking about things to catch up, we of course um, had E three. Paolo, what what were you, what was your over overriding impressions of E three this year? Do you know it's interesting because obviously E three last year was pretty much written off. I think there was there was a, some sort of digital feel to it. Um, but it was all very patchy and it was very much I think it was all it wasn't so much as E3 doing it it was 
you know, Ubisoft saying, oh, well, there's no A3, so we're going to do a wee digital presentation um, here and whatever. Whereas this year it was back to being a, a big uh, show, as it were, albeit distanced and virtual and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So it's weird having the year off, I think, has done it a, a real favour um, because I think, as you say, people were, were a bit bored with it and yeah. everybody who was worth their salt were doing their own shows. So, you know, Sony were doing their own shows um, and everybody else, basically. Every developer essentially had some sort of show and, and it seems now to be leaning more to Gamescom being a bigger deal. But I think having the year off, I think, really refreshed E3 and I think... Uh, whoever it is that's leading it, it's no Jeff Keighley, is it? It's no him. Uh, he's his own thing, isn't it? He well, doesn't he, do E3 he now. The, well, he was the... Was he not the guy this year, Jeff Keighley? But he's not doing E3. He he was the Game Awards, well, do, his, you know, his, his own he show. Did his game, but he did his game... I think he used to do E3, it? and then he separated from it, but was still part of it as his, as his own self. Right. Uh, but it was yeah. still a big deal, and he also gets you know loads of exclusive as well, known all that. But then yeah. I think there was the actual E three show with Greg Miller and all that. I think, uh-huh. uh, but I think oh, it refreshed right. it. Greg Miller was doing it. That's right. And um, I, I think it refreshed it a wee bit, and and maybe gave the 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 organisers of E three a wee bit of a bit up the bum, and just to kind of think, well, how can we do this differently? And you know, the, the world's changing. Not everybody needs to go into an office anymore. Not everyone needs to be there and then. So I think th- that's affected it in a way. Yeah. For the for the good and the bad. I think having a big show with loads of people is great fun. Um, but I I don't think it's necessary now. Um. So and and to answer your question, I think it meant that the the showings were very streamlined because they were going to be digital. They were very yeah. th- well thought out and very well placed mm-hmm. and. Um, there was a couple of better, a couple of better shows. I I didn't see the Xbox show. I was yeah. snug in the cinema, which was nice. And um, but I, I I watched bits of it later on, and everybody that I know who had Xbox fans were saying it was a belter of a show. And you know they're dropping thirty games, twenty six, twenty seven of which are on Game Pass. Do you know what I mean? So the, they're they're ticking boxes that people want to hear, which is really nice. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Summer Game Fest is what Evil Monkey Summer said. Game I Fest, thank you. That's thank the one. That was yeah. playing on my mind. Couldn't remember what it was called. That's Uncle Jeff. Something. You, ever, you ever noticed Jeff Keighley's shoes? Ah, oh, he's always got sort of fancy, like, are they Jordans or... They're some of their high-toppy things, aren't they? They're... Uh, yeah, they're, <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're Jordans. I'm sure they're Jordans of he some loves form. them, though. They're always oh, flamboyant. Exactly. I think, if memory serves, he's wearing red ones this year. He's wearing blue ones last year, I remember that. They were quite cool, I must say. They were quite. He cool. likes his shoes. He likes his shoes. So I, so things you know. I think he he kind of. I mean, he must be pals with everybody because he he gets the interesting ones. I think he gets the interesting scoops, um, unless it's a big developer who's keeping it for themselves. Um, so you know, he was dropping things like Death Stranding Director's Cut, which looked interesting. They're a great wee trailer. Don't know if you saw that. It was uh, Norman yes, Reedus with a cardboard it. box. Yeah, and uh, essentially it was a sort of uh, Metal Gear Solid um, yeah. homage to Metal Gear Solid in the Death Stranding um, universe and engine and all that sort of stuff. I thought it was quite cool. Um, yeah. Probably a bit self-indulgent, but, you know... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, you know, let's be honest, Hideo Kojima, that's, that's his sort of wheelhouse. And, exactly. Uh, and everybody laps it up. Um, 
Do we really need a director's cut? I don't think we do, but it's it's something, you know what I mean? Do you know, one thing, given how bonkers that game is, it really makes me wonder what was cut in the original cut to mean this is the director's cut. So, yeah, no, there was good things. I mean, uh, do you know, um, there was nothing... Well, do you know, there was... I'm not going to steal the thunder because I think you'll talk about this later anyway, but... Uh, I remember Jabrice was saying he wanted, what he wanted from E3 was something that was, you know, you can go home today and play it and all that. We didn't quite get that, but Sea of Thieves dropped a belter. Yes. An absolute belter with this uh, Pirates of the Caribbean connection. And now, it was, you know, you can play this in a fortnight. Well, you know I mean? well, when they dropped it, so Rare did a really great thing where they, see for me, that's the announcement. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was the moment of E3 for me. Um, we all know, and we will talk about it a lot more later on, but it, it, Sea of Thieves is just literally my favourite game in the moment. I absolutely love it. And um, and it was just so so awesome to hear this thing. First of all, it, it was free when, you know, they could have easily whacked a price tag on that, you know, um, and folk would have lapped it up. You know, the fact that Disney are involved, it's licensed from Disney, it would have almost certainly made you think right away that there's going to be a price tag on this. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And then for them, to, you know, and it wasn't like this is coming in fall 2021 or something like that. It's literally like June 22nd. And we're like, that's next week <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, that was so special. And, and now I know you, you didn't. You didn't know exactly how to feel about the Pirates of the Caribbean thing when you first saw it. I I was coming and going, as I said in your stream. It's I, I, one of my favourite things about the Sea of Thieves is it's it's its own thing and it's very detached from any other IP. Um, but you know, if it's going to do anything, I think that's the thing to do. But I, I was kind of I was excited for it, but in the same breath, I I I thought the purity of Sea of Thieves has been dropped a wee bit. But whereas <laughs> I. I sort of um, I was completely separate from, or completely different from that. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is the perfect fit." I'm so down for this. Um, <laughs> we will talk about it later on about exactly how we feel now. But I was so excited about it. I thought the trailer was excellent, and it mm-hmm. had the absolute moment. And I cannot believe they were able to keep it quiet. I cannot, but it's phenomenal. I cannot believe that you know the Sea of Thieves insiders, the partners, all that, all these people. Who usually, you know, you know, we've got ourselves have a few um, uh, contacts now. Uh, one major contact, <laughs> see if he's contact, um, who's in the chat right now, um, who usually gives us sort of well, he, he's 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 usually the one that will let us know if if we've got something to or if we ever have a question about Sea of Thieves or do you think they'll ever do this? Um, do you think that? Do you think that? And and we'll be told, oh well, you know, people have spoken about this in the past. It might happen. It might. You know, um, and and you know they're certainly better connected than we are. And as far as I'm aware, literally nobody saw it coming. Nobody yeah. saw it coming. It was an incredible secret keeping from Rare. And um, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, was very surprised. And it was that moment, as you said, it was literally just, you know, this is coming out next week and it's free. Yeah, amazing. yeah, amazing. That's that's um, that's you know I say it every year that that's what I want from E three I I want I want big announcements at E three I want you know a surprise big announcement and that's exactly what that is but the you know it's I, I'm trying to think who was it that did it was it oh gosh I wish I could remember but announcing games 
which you have no idea are coming, and then you know saying it's six months down the line, it's coming out this year, and yeah. and I can't remember there was one recent that it was announced at E three and it was it came out in like November or something, a big big game, and I love that. I love. I hate. I I'm not a fan of. Yeah, you know we're going to do. I don't know, talking for talking sake, painkiller. We're going to do another painkiller game, and we'll be seeing it twenty twenty five. And you know what I mean. I I don't want. I don't want to know about that yet. I want to know about what's coming now, and I want you to drop one on me. Yeah, um, no. I think I, I, you know. I, I think a lot of games suffer when they've got you know months and months and months of um, or well years and years of development. I mean, you look at Cyberpunk. You look at the disappointment of Cyberpunk. Yeah, they yeah. hadn't bloody told people about Cyberpunk, and then they had just waited. Until it was bloody ready, and then said, "It's out in three months, or it's out in six months." Then, boom! It could have been incredible, but no, it was a disaster. I see, it's now on the PlayStation Store with the proviso of it still doesn't really work on PlayStation, so don't buy it for that. <laughs> I mean, I, I get, I get why games have to have three years of an announcement for marketing and all that. I get it. You know, we're in the entertainment industry; we understand that that's how that works, but. With some, you know, something like I don't uh, know if something you know, like CD Projekt Red's next game needs that. Well, I that's understand it. Why that's the Witcher it. did, but you know, exactly. Like Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft I was Auto. just about to say if Do they drop, need... if they announced Grand Theft Auto Six today and it's coming out tomorrow, they would probably have more sales than if they announced it for a year away. Do you know what I mean? They would literally melt down. I ah. mean, you'd, there'd be people selling their grannies just to make sure they had it. You know, indeed. Um, and. I would like to see a bit more of that sort of stuff. Keep your cards a little close to your chest. Make sure it's ready to go, and then yeah. give a give something, give a few. And it doesn't obviously, with the exception of something like Grand Theft Auto, where literally you you know they would sell two hundred million copies in a week or something if they if they released yeah, it yeah. the next day. But even if you've got like six, six months, I think six months is a reasonable amount of time to get excited, yeah. get your posters on the sides of buses and things like that get all that sort of stuff and it doesn't mean that you can't be preparing the discs and all that sort of stuff in months in advance and yeah the chances are there will be some leaks but i don't know i, I don't know it just seems uh, you, you don't need to over <clears throat> no over i think you you hit the nail on the head make sure it's ready do you know what I mean? Yeah. Six months down the line, you've kind of got a rough idea now. It could still slip, as we saw with, uh, oh gosh, with uh, Deathloop. Deathloop slipped really late. You remember that was coming out in May, and I think in, what was it, April or something, they, they announced, no, no, we're going to have to nudge it forward. Um, but the, I think, you know, six months is, is a safe bet. You're kind of knowing your roadmap by then. Your game's practically finished. You're probably in last stage of testing, so if, unless something went really wrong, you're you're going to make that date, and yep. that's it exactly. And it still gives you plenty of time, as you say, you get stuff on buses and all that. But it's still fresh in the mind. You know, you you're you're in that that zone of oh god, I'm only six months away. Oh, I'm only five right. months away. You know what I mean? But if it's any longer than that, then you, you start to forget about it, and you you play something else, and you're just waiting, well, and it's it's no unless, fun. Unless it's one of the bigger games, who again I feel don't really need that amount of time anyway of hype because the hype's yeah. already there. Exactly. The danger is if you're a sort of mid-sized game or a reasonably new IP and you hype yourself too far in advance, then what happens if Rockstar suddenly just go, boom, GTA is out like uh, in six months? 
yeah. and you're like, oh, well, we're we're out in seven months. That's us finished. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because man. your hype's all gone. Your hype's all gone because folk will have definitely forgotten about you by the time your game comes out because they're too busy on other things, you know, for for the, for better or for worse. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I actually see original Steven saying the Elden Ring somehow managed both of those tactics mm-hmm. <laughs> about kind of surprising everyone, but at the same time, like hyped beyond everything. And that's an interesting thing. Elden Ring's a funny one, right? So we did see this. People were very excited about it, very hopeful they were going to see it. We didn't know if they were going to see it, and then it came. The trailer. Uncle Jeff um, at the present. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Oh. I was a wee bit disappointed, and I don't really know why, because here's my caveats to it. First of all, George R. R. Martin's loosely written it. A lot of it's been adapted or added or built on by FromSoft, but he he started up a lot of the the stuff, right? So I think it'll have quite an interesting story. And and FromSoft do make interesting stories anyway, so there's that. You just know that the the gameplay's going to be excellent. It's going to be excellent, right? It's got a big open world. It looks beautiful. All these things. It's my sort of thing. It's going to be Mm -hmm. very difficult. It's my sort of themes. Yep. My one concern was it just looks like more of the same from from soft, and I don't know why that annoys me because that's kind of what they do. Mm-hmm. But af- after doing, you know, um, Sekiro, for instance, and Bloodborne, this just looks a bit more like a sort of Dark Souls thing, and I already feel that Dark Souls Three absolutely peaked. So I don't know, but but the big open world stuff appeals to me. I've had a look at it. I, I, I was watching a wee trailer about earlier on. There's a lot more to it, and I just know it's going to be excellent. But for whatever reason, I was just kind of expecting it to be radically different, and it doesn't actually look that different. And I don't know why. I'm, could it I'm be that your? I thought could, it was. Could it be that your soul's itch has already been scratched with Demon Souls very recently? So does it feel too fresh to that? Um, I mean, possibly, but you know, Demon Souls, Demon Souls is great. It really is great. But I've been distracted by lots of other games as well, so I'm still making rather slow progress. Right. Demon okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, every time I go to scratch that sort of Souls itch, I I do a bit more Demon Souls, and I'm like, ah, that's all right. Um. So yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I'm sure it'll be great. I guarantee you, as we learn a bit more about it, and as and coming up to launch, I'll be very excited about it. But I was just a wee bit underwhelmed. But I have to say, the majority of folk I've, I follow on Twitter who are Souls fans are all in on it and are super excited. So you know, they 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 kind of got much wrong with it. Um, fair play, man. Uh, fair play. There, what be yourself? Anything else that jumped out for you? Um, I mean, there was bits and pieces. Uh, there was nothing else that really made me go, ah, I must have that now. But um, like things like Forza Horizon 5 kind of pricked my ears. I'm, I'm intrigued by it because Forza, uh, Horizon 4 was so pretty and it was fun uh, that I'd be keen to play the next one. Um, the flight sim coming to the consoles, exciting. Um I I I mean it's it's not I think because I've been playing it so much I'm I'm not yes I can finally do it but what did intrigue me was the Top Gun aspect of it which just looks hellish fun which is essentially well, I don't know much about this tell me tell me about this it's essentially just they'll probably put a fighter jet into the game as a plane 
uh, and this is a free update as far as I'm aware. Uh, and the so it's just an extra plane they'll put in, but mm-hmm. it'll be the 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 same plane that's in the film, and you'll probably be able to land on carriers and things like that. Now, so they might put is, a few of them in it. Is this the plane from the original Top Gun, or is this the plane from the new one? Ah, uh, my guess is it's the new one, the Top Gun I Maverick. A, I had a feeling that might be the case. I haven't checked. It must I be a wee tired. Be... I'm not exactly sure when Top Gun comes out. It certainly seems like a summer film, but uh, this is coming in the the autumn for us, I believe. The fall. So, I, I don't know if it's quite tying in with the film, but it's definitely... It's linked to the film, if you know what I mean. I'm not convinced somebody that old would be allowed to be a fighter pilot. But you know, I thought it odd. Look at bloody cataracts and all that. I thought it odd. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I know it looks They're written away around where they're like, oh, the US military has no more fighter pilots left. We'll have to go and get the grizzled (laughs) maverick. And then it'll just be, you just see like a a, a shot of them. There'll be this montage of <laughs> of Maverick just his local sports club taking every sport far too seriously, <laughs> <laughs> just like out running, out squashing, out fighting, out swimming. Everybody just rage all the time, and they're like, "Hey Maverick, get back in." And that'll be it. That'll be, that'll be it. Yeah. Like I it. have not seen the screenplay, by the way. I'm just saying that. It sounds like it. It sounds like you're right in there. Were you in it? I, 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 I'm on pencil. On heavy pencil. <laughs> heavy pencil. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I, I don't think there was, I mean, there's probably things I'm forgetting about, to be honest, but um, the, I, I, I don't think Sea of Thieves can be topped for it. And I'm not just saying that because we are Sea of Thieves fans, but I, it's, the, I, I did everything about it. It was, it was a big announcement. It was a big, big thing. It was a Nobody big surprise. It was and it was coming so soon. Yeah. I mean, Tick, tick, the tick. other one I'd say is uh, Breath of the Wild 2 got a trailer. Um, did it? doesn't give you an awful lot, but it did get a trailer, um, which opens, bizarrely enough, with Link uh, falling through the sky like at the start of Fortnite. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, kind of Fortnite Apex Legends style, flying through the air. Um, oh, what no. we've got is these flying, you're using your glider a lot in this, obviously, and there's these sort of like floating islands, which seem to be the temples or the lands that you explore. It looks lovely. I, where did Link's hat go? Where's his hat gone? He doesn't have a hat. <laughs> oh, okay. no hat. I'll let like your priorities there, man. Uh, I was raging, man. I'm a something flying about um yeah he didn't have a hat he's raging do you know um, some, i didn't see that at all i'll need to look that up yeah. uh, something that did catch my eye was the halo multiplayer stuff yes i'm not a huge fan of halo i try i really tried my best to get into halo 3 mm-hmm. uh, when it came out and uh, i i was a bit like oh, this just disney for me but the for some reason the the multiplayer featurette they did on Halo really caught my eye and I was a bit like ooh I might be well, fun. Well, let's be honest, the Halo multiplayer is the best bit of the Halo game, and we are the it's best soft. Halo players. We are if you remember. very good at Halo. It Do is, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, executive producer Hamster Boy got his backside kicked by us in Halo. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's how it went. Um, <laughs> the here's a couple of things, right? Here's a well, let, he, me, let me lay it down for you, Paul. Here it comes. Um, yeah, it's great that it's free, free to play. However, 
in the world of Game Pass, in this Xbox Game Pass, this world of their own making, is the fact that the multiplayer is free a bit of nonsense, really. Um, because if you have Game Pass Ultimate, uh-huh. or Game, I know that it's not free, obviously, we've discussed this with the whole subbies, freebies thing, but you're getting <laughs> the game day one anyway, and you'll have the multiplayer included. Uh-huh. So... I'm not convinced that's the big selling point that they say it is. I suppose if there's people that are not on, but realistically, you know, Xbox are, are aiming to get as many people as possible mm-hmm. onto Game Pass. You just know that they're going to do more and more kind of promotions and, and options to get onto Game Pass. You know, I think it's already like one quid for like three months to get you yeah. started. You can upgrade your gold subscription to Game Pass for a pound, all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm not convinced that. And listen, there will be there will be players out there who have an Xbox who are not on Game Pass as Halo comes out or the multiplayer comes out, but there won't be that many, I don't think. And I'm not convinced it's that big a deal. Um, I think the the mo- the bigger deal is the fact that you're going to get it day one on Game Pass. Yeah, that's that's more impressive than the fact that the multiplayer is free. I think it's another it's another uh, lasso into Game Pass is what I think they're doing. So there's there's folk like you and me who play lots of games, lots and lots of games, and whether we get through them all or not, it doesn't matter, but we, we'll play a game for a bit and then we'll move on and we'll try this mm-hmm. and something news out, we'll try this for, for, for the podcast and for streaming and just because that's the type of people we are as well. Mm-hmm. There are other folks uh, who will play one or two games and that's it. So there'll be people that will get Call of Duty and FIFA every year and that's all they'll play every year. I think Halo is your closest you'll get to something on Xbox where people might just buy the one or two games. If Halo comes out, that's the game I'm getting kind of thing. So I think what will happen is there'll be a lot of people who will jump onto the free multiplayer for Halo. Give it a go. Give it a go, like it, and say, oh, well, I wouldn't mind playing the single player of this. And rather than buy the game, they're going to Game Pass. And once they're in Game Pass, that's them. As we've all said before, you're in that system and you're in that subscription and it's like, try to quit the gym. You're just stuck there forever. I want to quit the gym! (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's that's the... purpose of it because uh, I'm, I'm like you as well I'm but like well if you if you're good if you're good game pass it doesn't make a difference anyway um yeah. so i think i think it's another reason to try and lasso people into game pass to essentially get them to play the single player of halo and then expand from there yeah i don't know i'm not convinced that uh, halo has the same uh appeal that Call of Duty or FIFA has to, you know, there are gamers out there. We know gamers who literally buy two games a year and it's FIFA and it's Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. that's all basically all they do. And they just play that. Um, I'm not convinced. I, I think that, you know, we always talk about exclusives for the last like 10 years, really, you know, not with standard Sea of Thieves and stuff, but, but historically the one major exclusive Xbox has ever really had, the major one has been Halo. And the Halo fans are almost, you know, part and parcel. They they are synonymous with Xbox fans, really, because that's yep, yep, been the, yeah. the main thing they've always had, you know. Um, whereas Call of Duty fans and um, 
you know, uh, FIFA fans are. I think they're quite tribal in the consoles that they stick with, but they aren't necessarily Sony or Xbox. Fans. What are the they're other? Sort of, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, but they're they're the the game fan, but they will generally stick to the to the yeah, platform yeah. that they they know. Um, and that's where the 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 big sort of um, deals that say Sony has with Call of Duty or, yeah, or yeah. You know, that's where where they come in. The big promotions that you know play it first here get get the, this many maps early, get early access to this. That's that's where all that factors in. Yeah. that's like a certain sort of subset of gamers. There's like various ones. There's the ones that go for all the big AAA gamers. There's there's you know people who will play everything that that Sony does, everything that Xbox does, or whatever. And then there's these people who literally they're like, no, these are my games. Don't mess with them too much. Keep them coming out every year. That's what I want. Um, so that's interesting. I, I don't know. I don't really know um, where to go with it, but um, yeah. Imagine uh, missing the launch of your console. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that strikes me. I'm, I'm not going to dwell on it because <laughs> I know we're running long, but imagine with your flagship game missing the launch of your console. Yeah, yeah. It drives me insane. You know, I'm, I mean, technically, I'm... Technically, Nintendo did that too. What with? What with? Breath of the Wild. What was that not that was launch? The game, that was the game everybody wanted. It didn't come out until the March. Whoopsie. And then the Mario game didn't come out. I think I'm but, right. But you know, I you're talking. Right. You, you know, you're talking about Nintendo and Nintendo. Are, yeah, I've got loads of exclusive P- IPs. You know uh, that. So they're they're dripping, dropping them, and all that. Like Xbox, as million. you see, is Halo. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they missed the launch of their console. It drives yeah. me insane. It was strange, and I was watching the show. And listen, I, I, I I'm going to definitely. When it arrives, day one, I will download it. I will play mm-hmm. it. I'll probably stream it to see if I can finally get my hooks into me. They were showing well, off. I saw a little bit of the E3 thing. They're showing off their hub world, the biggest one. And all I remember is all the popping that I saw. In remember that the pop? I, I remember. <laughs> and I'm a bit like, uh, I uh, don't really care. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stream all the games. I'm gonna well, not maybe not all the games, but the 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 story. I'm gonna get the story and see if that gets me into the new one. Um. Because I, 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 as I say, I jumped into three, and I was a bit like, "Who are you? What's this? Who are they?" So I think if I go back to the start, maybe try and learn the story, I might help. I have been corrected by Richard oh. Stephen. I, I, even oh as my. I said it, I sort of remembered that uh, that Breath of the Wild was a launch game. Mario um, Odyssey was not. Illustrating her point, they I missed the launch the... of the console. I think it was the I think it was the uh, March time. So the console launched about November time, if I remember. And it was Breath of the Wild was a launch game. But yeah, I would say that um, you know uh, that Mario is the more you know. I remember the N sixty four launching with Mario sixty four. Right. Um, that you kind of feel like that's how it should go. But I have to say, Breath of the Wild was our. A, a sensational uh, one for them to to launch with. That is a very good game, um, but Xbox, yeah. Anyway, I'm uh, derailing it. I'm derailing it. They still don't really have an exclusive Xbox. They're still not a proper. You need this. You need this, and you need this on Xbox Series S or Series X. I know you've got the medium, but but that's now coming to PlayStation Five. They're still not a proper exclusive on these Xbox consoles. Game Pass th- is brilliant. There's tons of value See, there. See, that's I think that's what it is. Still don't you still don't really need them? I think that they're now not going for their exclusive. They're going for their their 
not method. What's the word? Their their uh, oh, frame. E e e um, yeah, I know, I know ecosystem. That's it. I I think that's what they're flagging. You know, we've not got, you know, we've not got the Last of Us, but come play with us, and for a buck for three months, you can play over a hundred games. I think that's maybe what they're doing. I don't know. But yeah, if you were Microsoft, you'd be like, you need to get one thing right. You need to, see when we launch this console, you need to have one thing, and that is Halo. We want Halo out day one with the console. If, if nothing else happens, you want to have that. That drives me insane. Now, can I just say, but I don't know why, I, I wasn't expecting to set Paolo off like this. Um, <laughs> the genuine consensus is, though, that Xbox and Bethesda in particular, like the pair of them knocked out of the park this E3. It was mm -hmm. very good. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's a bit easier to knock it out of the park when your major competitor's not there at all. <laughs> um, you know, I. it's a lot harder to compare this than it was in years past where it was very simple. Who won E3, Sony or Xbox? And, and this year you're all, well, didn't Xbox do well? Um, which is kind of interesting because the last time they didn't really do that well when they were there on their own, it was a bit underwhelming. They certainly had a lot more to show this time. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, thought, I thought it was pretty good. What I, what I saw of it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm derailing you. Ah, yeah, right, Paolo, what have you got? Right, you said you had something planned. Aye, right, I'm plans? looking at the time and I'm, I was about to say don't do it, but let's do it, right? Oh, we're doing it. We've no had, we've no had a quiz in ages, right? We've no, we've no had a, an actual... This better not some... be an E3 quiz. <laughs> <laughs> and which E3 show was... <laughs> which, which game is Jeff Keighley talking about here? <laughs> so we've no that like, I think Trump or Dump was the last thing we had. We, we've got uh -huh. Colin Little's beautiful Logger Mog that I ripped off for Trump or Dump. Um, but I thought, you know, we were talking about it as well last week with Gary uh, about how we hadn't done anything like this in a wee while and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to throw a dead simple one at you. Colin doesn't know anything about this. Now Colin, I do, I don't want you, I do not want you to be looking at the chat. Oh, I'm not. Right. Okay, I'll hide the chat. I, I will take your honour system that you're not looking at it. You can leave it up. I'll trust you not to yeah, be looking at it. it but the people in the chat can play along as well and of course okay. podcast listeners, you can play along. But we'll go through it fairly quickly. Um, just so it's no dragging on. Um, it's, it's dead simple, Colin. It's dead simple. Ten questions. I'm going to give okay. you ten games. Okay. I just, I just want you to tell me the year they came out. Oh God. Simple right, okay. as that. Simple as that. Oh, uh, let's see. Let me get a nice sweet green color here, so I know that if you've got something right or not. Right. Question number one. Grand Theft Auto Five. What year did Grand Theft Auto 5 come out? 2013. 2013, you dancer! Right I in there! Because it came out just before the PlayStation 4 launch. There you go, I there you go. I bought it, and a month later, I relegated it as I got my <laughs> PS4, and then had to go back to it because I had nothing to play on my PS4. Did I tell you Jabrias finished it? Jabrias oh, finished it this week. Oh, He's, there we go. He, he had it for his Xbox 360. <laughs> His Xbox One, and then he finished it on his Xbox X Series X. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's slower than you, mate. That's Do you know what I mean? Pace. Now we know where I get it. Right. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. Uh, 2010. 2010 is correct, Colin Little. Um, love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, the first hard one. Portal 2. Oh, 
God. Um, Portal. In which year did Portal Two come out? Two thousand. Right, hang on a minute. Let me think about this. Where You're only getting one guess. Maybe if we had more time, I'd let you guess again. But no, 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 no. It is not. It's not nineteen seventy-eight. Evil Monkey. <laughs> two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight. It says it's two thousand and eleven. Colin. Oh my goodness. Two thousand and eleven. Portal two. Portal two. It was by the way. Uh, right, here's one for you. Now, okay. I'm talking about Europe. Europe, a Europe release. One of your favorite games. No. Super Mario Brothers Three. Oh. When uh, did that come out in Europe? Nineteen ninety-three. Nineteen ninety-three is incorrect. It's nineteen ninety-one. Ninety-one. Damn it. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Really hard one for you. Okay. Jet Set Willy. When did Jet Set Willy, the sequel to Manic Miner, on your old ZX Spectrum? I mean, you're talking eighty-two. 82 is a very good guess, Colin. Al Nubis has got it right in the chat. It is 1984. 84. 1984. I was a very good guess, though, son. I didn't even you, weren't, you weren't even born, son. I wasn't even born. <laughs> Another one of your favourites? Duke Nukem yeah. 3D. Uh, right. I think that was 1996. 1996, says Colin Little. It's correct, Colin Little. 1996. Very good, very good. See, see, the thing is, a lot of old games, and that's why I'm kicking myself with Mario Three because generally on the on the the menu screen of the game, Uh the the year comes up next to it with the wee sort of like mini credits and Uh licenses. That's why I and I should have known. I did know it was 1991 because I'm always surprised it's earlier than I thought it was, and then I went 93, and I was wrong. But See? I do remember '96 for Duke Nukem because it's earlier than you thought it was. No, uh, actually, Duke Nukem 3D was later than I thought it was. I thought oh. it was an earlier game, but but oh. I did remember '96. For number seven, okay, we're on topic. Halo Combat Evolved. Oh, Halo Combat Evolved. So is that the original Halo? Yes, the very first one. So that's the original Xbox. So that is. I don't know if I could have told you this. I think it's 1998. 1998 is incorrect. I'm too early, I'm too early. 2001, 2001. Uh, I was too early. That was a stupid answer. This could trip you up. Number eight is Detroit Become Human. Oh, right, so we did a spoiler cast of that on the podcast. What year is it now? It's 2021. (laughs) Who's the president? 22 was an absolute write-off. God of War was 2022. It's calling me to the future. No, 2020. Call a slip. God of War. He's a time traveler. 2017. 2017 for Detroit Become Human is incorrect. Ah, is it 2018? It is 2018. Damn it. All I could see was God of War. All I could see was God of War that year. God of War Shades. Uh, Penultimate question. I thought, I think this is very difficult. This is very, because it's one of these ones that, you know, you, you don't know which is which. 
Call of Duty Black Ops 2. <laughs> um, I think that's the same I mean, face I would make. That is Black Ops 2. That's fa- fairly recently. I would say that is 2017. 2017? Is incorrect, Colin. I think you're thinking of the wrong one. I think I think the three Black Ops three. Oh, was thinking of Black Ops three. God that damn was, it! It was 2012. Ah. 2012. Yeah. And Black finally, Ops Black Ops two was quite good. It was, wasn't it? It was very good. Aye, damn it. The final one, number ten, Wii Sports. Oh God, Wii Sports. Um... Wii Sports. How good was Wii Sports, by the way? So I think about this. So the PlayStation 4 came out in 2013. The Wii sort of happened sort of like midway through the PlayStation 3. So I would estimate the Wii Sports came out 2008. Oh, it was two thousand and six. Ah, do you know what? Two thousand and six. Two thousand and six. Now, original Steve in the chat jumped in with two thousand seven, then doubted himself, went back to two thousand and six, and I'll tell you why, Stephen. It was because it was. It was December eighth, two thousand and six, is when it oh came out in goodness. Europe. Everyone got it. For, everyone got it for Christmas. Everyone got it for Christmas. Evil Monkey uh, got it. Oh six. I didn't do very. I did not do very well there. Out of 10, Colin, you got three correct after such a strong start as well. I know. I know. Oh, well I'm done, Colin. Well done. That, but I, I got pretty close in a couple others. Oh, no. Very good. Maybe, maybe with a wee bit more time, I could have got another couple there. Um, yeah. It's not my strong suit. I'm, the older I get, the less I remember about actual dates. That's Sam's Sam's is all. Thanks very much for that, Paolo, for I would... showing me up and how little I know about video games release dates. Well, do you know what? It's just it's been a wee while. It's been a wee while since we've tested the knowledge. Thought I'd throw that in. There we are. Now, baseball 3 out of 10 gets you a multi-million dollar contract, says Evil Monkey. Well, there we are. I will take one of them. Sign me up. Sign me up. That, that sounds good. Do I know the Game Pass editions, Colin? <laughs> do I? Yeah, you do. Listen. Last time we told you that in 22nd Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance was coming out on console, PC, and cloud. That's Oot and Bry2208 in the community is looking for players. So yes. give him a shout. Give him a shout on Discord. We're playing D&D. Play with Bry in the Discord. On the 23rd, which was yesterday, uh, the, a, a, a favourite of yours, Colin. Well, aye, we enjoyed it. Worms Rumble yeah. is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, cloud, console, and PC. On the twenty fourth, which is today, you're getting Iron Harvest on the PC, which ah, might be quite look like giving a wee go. It's based mm-hmm. on the board game Scythe. It's from the same kind of uh, universe. Or... Aye, aye, it's got that. It's got that backstory. Basically, it's not quite a game of the board game, but it's it's in that lore. You're also getting Proteus, uh, the preview build on PC. And Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered is coming on the console and the PC. And that's your Game Pass editions. Thank you very much. Right, we'll better rattle through these subbies. So, um... He called them subbies? He called them subbies? I ain't got time to argue about this. 
Um, on uh, the Game Pass, the Game Pass on the game is with gold Xbox side the of Game Pass. Uh, <laughs> on the Game Pass. Oh, have you got the Game Pass? First of June to the thirtieth of June, you're getting the King's Birth. That's a platformer. From the sixteenth of June to the thirtieth of June, you're getting Gods Among Us. That's a fighting game. And uh, from the sixteenth of June to the 15th of July you're getting Shadows Awakening over at PlayStation Plus you've not got very long left on these um, for PlayStation 5 you're getting a co-op adventure Operation Tangle um, also for PS4 you're getting Virtua Fighter 5 um, Ultimate Showdown and, uh, and Star Wars Squadron which is PS4 and PSVR we're also there's potential I see here potential leakage that maybe a Plague Tale is coming for July, possibly. Who so knows? they say. So they say. Who knows? Um, right, Paolo, time's already marching on, but we I know. have a bunch of games to talk about. A bunch of games. And the main one, um, which was, we were very lucky, it was gifted to us by Sony. Um, they did supply each of us with a code. Um, but uh, let's be honest um, this has happened before we've been given codes by people and we've hated the games and uh, we've we've told them so we have uh, reviewed games that have been gifted to us and they haven't had very good scores um, but we have to let you know that we T-T-Racing. did get gifted we did T-T-Racing. Get... T-T-Racing. <laughs> yes yes that Warhammer game wasn't very good either but you know as you'd expect by a Sony exclusive. Um, Ratchet & Clank is, is very good. Yeah! <laughs> it, is, it is very, very good. Um, I have to say, I've been absolutely blown away by it. Um, it is possibly the best-looking game I've ever, I have ever played. It is astonishing. The interesting thing is Ratchet & Clank 2016, which this is a sort of sequel to, it's certainly a continuation of um, the, the series, um, I was astonished. I, I, I jumped in to have a shot of it on, on PS Plus um, when it became a PS Plus game. Had never played any of the Ratchet & Clank games and was utterly charmed, utterly sort of blown away by it. It was just loads and loads of fun. Um, so I was uh, much more excited about this one, um, Rift Apart. And I have to say, I I, I thought that the, the older game, the 2016 one, looked like a Pixar movie. This is astonishing. Uh, we we've I think you're the same as me, Paolo. There's two different video game or video modes. There's the fidelity mode and the performance mode. Performance mode's going to go, um, it's going to be sixty frames a second. Um, the fidelity mode, however, is is capped at thirty frames. Um, but it features ray tracing and various other um visual effects. And I have to say, I'm playing it on fidelity mode. I've not really noticed any issues um, with performance. I don't feel like I'm missing the frames. It's, it's actually the first game for a while that I've sort of played at 30 frames as opposed to 60. But I am loving it, and I would not turn those ray tracing, that ray tracing off for anything. It is a stunning game. It's worth it um, for the helmet reflections. Oh, the reflections are astonishing. The f- reflections of people's eyes. The reflections and eyeballs are astonishing. <laughs> um... It's a lot of fun. Um, the story's really great. It, it does something really interesting, um, which, you know, the, the title, Rift Apart, um, of course it's got these fancy uh, dimensional rifts that are jumping you all about. You're, you're, you're moving from planet to planet in an instant, literally going through. There's the, 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 this is all due to the 
PlayStation's SSD, which which is able to cope with these monstrously fast load times. Um, and it's got this, um, you know, this main mechanic of, of jumping through these dimensional rifts and going from planet to planet or sort of instance to instance in seconds. But what it also does is storyline-wise, it's also, they are rift they apart, they are ripped apart. Um, Ratchet and Clank, actually, you, you, you've got them together at the very start and then for the next chunk of the game they are they are in completely separate sides of the galaxy they're they're interacting with different people and it does that sort of um thing that i really love with, with great sort of ensemble pieces where you know something like brooklyn 99 or something where um you, you you often have like jake and amy or or jake and charles in scenes you or and you know hitchcock and scully you have these little groups but then every so often they mix people up and and put people together and it's still <laughs> as strong it's still as good uh, and actually, you, you, you sort of like these characters so much you can't really wait to see them interact with one another, as mm. opposed to just this is the this is that bit, and then this is that bit. Um, and and it's really nice seeing seeing these characters that are well known, especially certain people who who have played through these games, interacting with other characters. And also, you're sitting there going, I just can't wait for the inevitable reunion. I'm really looking forward to. It. <laughs> um, I just I I've been really loving it, really loving it, um, and. Yeah, I, 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 it's basically everything I hoped it would be, and, and more so far. What, what, uh, what are your thoughts, Paolo? Yeah, I mean, you've played more of it than I have. Um, I streamed it on the the launch day and uh, got to a point where I then started to fall down that hole of of doing things that aren't story related. <laughs> you know, where you get these, um, it's like we cups that you start to do. So you 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 we challenges that you need to repeat and 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 get better at and get bronze medals and silver medals and I fell down that hole towards the end of my stream I thought whoopsie I'm away but it's it's glorious looking I mean the last game to be fair was glorious looking yeah um, what got me was the amount of objects on the screen yeah it is chaotic at times I mean it's mental at times. But sometimes you, you you stop and you look at all the individual pieces on the the screen, and it's not it's not an you know it's not an animation it's not a pre rendered thing. They are they are individually moving and they're they're reacting to each other and everything was so alive feeling. Um, yeah. And the the nice. the story's brilliant. The story's funny. It's really heartwarming it's a really yeah. clean fun game it's, it's, it's things, really good as you said about that that the amount of things that are happening the other thing that's really striking is it's not as though you know you're like oh these are the proper assets up up close and then look at these little spritey things in the background Aye. or the you know everything looks as good as everything else and yeah. you can tell they've put the same amount of work into into I mean, they, they probably haven't, but you know, I mean, it feels like they've put the same amount of work into Ratchet as they've put into this little weird monster that you only find on this one planet. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. they all feel as impressive. Um, I, I mean, I just have to say, it's it's really, really gorgeous, and the gameplay is excellent. As you said, it is properly heartwarming. Um, yeah. It is funny. It's not so far. It's got a wee bit of a darker tone than 2016. I I remember just chuckling the whole way through 2016 um 
not the year, the the the, the game. I, I can't guarantee the year was that funny. But um, the, the tw- Ratchet and Clank twenty sixteen was proper laugh out loud. Um, so far, this one's got a darker tone, so it's not always as funny, but it has its moments, and it, it just comes down to the animation. The these little looks, just some of the some of the little looks that characters give to one another. Mm. They, they maybe don't even say something. They just this sort of like a cocked eyebrow or something, and you literally just burst out laughing. Um, it's it's just fabulous. It it really yeah. really is. Um, it, it it it. This is the thing that um is the the one sort of issue that that sort of flies in the face of the. Um, oh, Sony are going to, I tell you, I tell you, Sony are one these, they're going to need an answer to Game Pass, they're going to need an answer to Game Pass, and, you know, if they keep bringing out games that are this good, then they maybe don't, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'd love it if they did bring out an answer to Game Pass, but these games are selling like hotcakes, and they're so good, <laughs> they are but so that, good. You know, it comes back to what I was saying about, you know, I think Xbox are now going, Game Pass is our thing, we've not got exclusives that we want you to have hundreds of games cheaply. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of fine with that, and I'm fine with PlayStation not having Game Pass and coming out with these big blockbuster AAA, all bells and whistles, Last of Us, Uncharted, Ratchet and Clank, uh, games, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, something that, that's epic and huge and I'm I'm fine for that to be PlayStation and I, I will enjoy that. And then you've also got, if you want to dip your toe into other things as well, you've got Game Pass that you can just yep. rattle through and it's fine for them to be different things now, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just it's such a, a pretty well-designed game Ratchet and Clank. I mean, and I've, I've scratched the surface of it and I can tell already that it's it's fun all the way through and it's 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 so well crafted you know i like yourself there was very there was nothing dropping as far as i could see and it looked stunning it was smooth as silk and everything everything worked as well you know we give games a big bad press for having so many bugs and all that when they come out and there was not an issue in four hours of gameplay with this for me there was not one issue but yeah. once did I go, oh, that was odd, or that didn't quite connect or anything. Everything was bang on. And the other thing, uh, well, a couple of things. First of all, this is far and away. You, you know, we were also very lucky, I also need to say, we also were supplied codes by Sony of Returnal, which is another mm. game we are loving right now. Another fantastic game. It's really great. But this is far and away the most next-gen game I've played. Mm-hmm. This game mm-hmm. feels like the this at the moment feels like the game that if you if your pal came around your house you know restrictions allowing and all that um or see your your dad comes around and he's like oh here you've got the PlayStation Five eh? what's the difference between that and the PlayStation Four or the PlayStation Three this is the game you boot up and go look at this you know there's the adaptive triggers the haptic feedback feel mm. this controller just run around in this. Look at this bloody game. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 stunning, and I can't wait to play more of it. And I'm going to stream some more of it at some point as well. Nice. It's a fabulous game, and I just want to share more of it. Um, so I just love the fact that we're talking about the the big scene, the big picture of having all these things on on screen at once and everything reacting to everything, and and then you've got the opposite end of the scale, which is the the detail in the fur 
of the characters oh, yeah. and things like that. Just the, the 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 minute things in the game that look so good that you you know, depending on how you play, you might never notice because you're away from your TV or whatever. But you know, my TV's two foot away from me, so I, I see every detail and it's and that's four K. Well, that's throttled through 1080, and it still looks really sharp and beautiful. It's I can't wait to see it in 4K and play it in 4K. So you've not bit. played it at all in 4K. I've not yet. played it in 4K yet. Oh no. Oh my goodness! I know. Stunning. It's stunning. Um, yes, yeah, so that's uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, as I said, I would heartily recommend if you're looking for something to show off your PlayStation Five. If you're looking for a, a fun game that literally is that feels next gen that you know it's it's not a a free upgrade or a sort of bells and whistles sort of like oh we'll, we'll just sort of fancy up this older game it's just it's just lovely, it's lovely. yeah agreed agreed um so paulo i mean time's marching on here but, it is fly um, boy we, fly we played some pd2 on we the did. channel last night I don't think we need to discuss an awful lot about this, but we did have a lot of fun with it. Um, this is an older game. We know that PDA 3 is coming at some point. Um, what, what were your thoughts? Uh, it was fun. You, you, could, you could sense that it was, you know, however long, 10 years or whatever, you could sense that it was a, an older game. Um, but it, it was fun. I don't think it's the kind of game that I would play on my own, uh, but uh-huh. picking up with you and Blunder was, was great fun and, and the banter you have with that. I, I don't know if it's just because I don't know the game that well, but I, I'd like I'd like to understand it a bit more and, and for it to be a bit more bank heisty, if that makes sense. Maybe it, with some sort of planning stage and things like that, rather than just gunning in. You can certainly tell that there's been, you know, this, this community's been very well supported. There is so much DLC, there's so much stuff that's been added to it over time. Um, you know, we're coming in right at the very end of this game when we played it, and, and it was a wee bit overwhelming, I think, but I was quite pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, um, no, it was fun. It was very fun. Right, Paolo, what have you been playing? Oh, crikey. Well, you it's, we're both the same. We're both the same, buddy. Aye, so you talk about the first one, and then I'll Aye. talk about the second one. That seems fair, that seems fair. So, well, you picked this game up, and I've been kind of I humming did. and hawing about it, I, and I, did, did, I could only see green cheese for so long. <laughs> and I, I picked up Chivalry, yes. Chivalry Two. I, I I desperately tried to get codes for it for us all, and they weren't biting at all, which is which is fair enough. And I played the beta a couple of weeks ago, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I just I, I was just a bit worried. I thought, oh, is it the kind of game I'll play for a night and then just leave? Um, I just don't know. I don't know. And then you got it, and I thought, well, if he's got it, then. Maybe that's something I'll, we can I'll do at least together. Nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and Rakshurian had it, and uh, Tommy B was playing it. Scruffy had played it, and I thought there's so many people in the community playing this that I think this has got a wee bit of legs in it, and that makes me happy. Um, it's bonkers, absolutely yeah. bonkers, and it's hard. It is hard when you first begin. It's one of these ones you're just thrown in, and you just have to grin and bear it for a wee bit till you get get good, as they say. Uh, but I, I'm loving it. I, I I find it really satisfying, a really satisfying game to play. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's brutal and gory, but it's really a beautiful looking game at the same time. You yeah. Know, they, we're playing on PS5 and it is, you know, there's, you know, ray traced reflections on uh, armour and things like that. It's It's really fancy. I actually don't find it that hard because, you know, you are going to get slaughtered. You are going to die often. 
but but I also think that the interesting thing is with the, with the odd exception, um, pretty much everybody's as much of a sort of um meat bag as each other. You can just slice through people like <laughs> a knife through hot butter. Um, it's the, it's so... the overhead. It's the overhead onto somebody's head that gets me every time. You can feel the weight of that. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. So it's, brutal. It's unbelievably brutal. It's extremely violent. But um, it's fun, and there is a roadmap. They are going to be adding mm. more and more DLC and content to it, so I'm quite excited to see where it Indeed. goes. But yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. And if you're a member of our Discord community and you are playing uh, Chivalry or you're you're uh, going to play, then you know hit us up in the Discord and let us know because I, I think we're going to do a, a Chivalry event at some point when crossplay properly arrives yeah. and, and, and invite people. Because at the moment we're sort of having to like kind of almost kind of like hotwire it in at the moment by by server hopping and server all that. And it hopping, yeah. It doesn't really work like it seems, we want it to. It seems to work a lot better if you're on Xbox. So so we're both playing PS5, so if we're streaming it, if you're on Xbox, I think it's very it's fairly easy to get into your game. Tommy B seems to get in within about five minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, Rack, poor Racturian was trying from PC and he spent an hour and a half trying. He did eventually get there, but I, I don't know what, the, what made it happen. Um... I see and, and then he won a game. Punch you to death, though. It won a game. It won a free for all. That's the, cl- the <laughs> clip that's on just now. He won that game. So uh, good. But yes, he did beat me with his bare fists. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Punching the groin. Um, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot more about uh, chivalry in the weeks to come because it is Indeed. going to be be here. Um, anything last to say about it, Paolo? Uh, just uh, uh, when I come back my holiday, I want to play with people. Yes, and are you Team Agatha or Team Mason? Uh, I think I'm Mason. Mason? I think. I don't know. I like red the more reds, than I like blue. So. Reds? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like the blue and gold co- the, the, the costume of uh, Agatha, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Agatha all along. Right. Paolo, this is the one. Cool. This is the one. We were discussing it earlier on. Last night, on my own channel, you joined me uh, along with Arcade Glasgow, Andrew from Arcade Glasgow and Satana, and we played the first two tall tales of the brand new free Sea of Thieves update, the Disney Pirates of the Caribbean crossover, A Pirate's Life, and oh my goodness, I bloody loved it. Wasn't it great? loved it. It was, it was absolutely fabulous. So Paolo, we did discuss earlier on that you had sort of mixed feelings when you first saw it being announced. What are your feelings now? I think it's exactly what it needed. It's yeah. exactly what it needed. Um, I mean, I, 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 had it not been Pirates of the Caribbean, I think I'd be all right with that. I don't think it's the Pirates of the Caribbean connection that makes it enjoyable, but the structure of the tall tale is very much needed, I think. Um and, and, and having... The thing with the Pirates of the Caribbean is it gives it that shine. It gives it that yeah that wee edge to make it even cooler. Yeah. You know, when you see Jack Sparrow, you, you can't help but go, ah, oh, yeah, there he is. That's a really <laughs> lovely clip. I think Daybreak made a clip of our, us all seeing Jack Sparrow for the first time. And Sherry Bobbins was laughing at me because I was like a kid at Christmas. There was a couple were, of like... moments in that where I was just, I was just loving it. I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean series. I had a very special uh, memory of, of seeing the original film. I, I went holiday in Florida uh, mm. many, many years ago when the film came out. Now, 
the sort of precursor to that is we went on holiday to France a number of times over the year and went to um, Disneyland Paris many, mm-hmm. many moons ago. And, and our favourite ride as a family was Pirates of the Caribbean, even though yeah. it was mostly in French and you couldn't understand what anybody was saying, but it was just a fabulous little ride. And that, Probably and, like and, real pirates. Yeah, and we always, <laughs> that was our favourite ride. And sure enough, when we went to America to the Disney parks, we went on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. But while we were there, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out in the cinema in the oh, US. Yeah. And, and I believe it was coming out in the US a few weeks before it came out uh, in the UK. Right. So we went to see it thinking, oh, I wonder what it'll be like. And I was blown away by how good it was. I was like, this is a bloody movie set on, made on, uh, on the back of a, of a ride at a theme park. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be bloody stupid. And it was excellent. <laughs> excellent. Um, it was also the first time I'd ever experienced going to the to the cinema and then like squeezing the hot butter on top of your popcorn. <laughs> oh, there you go. Which was was like a, a a come to Jesus moment for me and and in, in, in itself. Um, till I I then many years later went to see another film in another American cinema and did the same thing and utterly sickened myself with too much butter and now Whoa. I never can now I can't have melted butter on my popcorn. But at that time it was great. Um, anyway, back to the tall tales. I don't want to say much about the the stories. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for people. I would urge you to play this or as as fresh as you can. Um, I love the Sheen. I think they are really, really great. We played the first two at the moment. Tall Tale Two, the second one, which you can see some footage of just now, the Sunken Pearl, is a bit buggy. Um, mm-hmm. the, the whole first half of it works really well for us actually and then there was just this this section which seems to be the same sort of section um, where you're you're sort of on a ship that, that's what I'll tell to kind of point people that, who know um, and that was a bit buggy but I mean we near enough had game breaking bugs but yet they, they still didn't fully break the game and we, we were battled on to, didn't we we were able to complete the tall tale I'm so glad we did I think um, um, lesser determined people might have gave up before Aye. before we did or we didn't give up before we carried on I should say um, but I, th- I think the thing <laughs> we're lucky I think because it was still quite fun to play even though it kind of bugged Aye, we're, we're, we're still lost. stuff to do you know uh, whereas we weren't like waiting at a door not being able to get in we, we were still be able to fight and things but I, I, it, was... It, it was just so much fun it was fun that's the thing and it was you know, a lot of people complain about Sea of Thieves and that it's, you know, you, you're just doing the same thing over and over again and then somebody kills you and takes all your stuff. Whereas this, this had a kind of epic feel to it. So it's, the tall, it's the, properly epic. It's properly do you know what epic. I mean? The tall tales are fun, but they're a wee bit like, oh, okay, we'll go and get this and then that's that and then we'll go and do that and that's that. Whereas this, this felt long and felt meaty and felt... It felt like every wee stage had a purpose. It wasn't just a go fetch quest. Uh, it was. It was nice. I enjoyed it. It was, it was absolutely. I. I really just loved it. I really just loved it. Um, and I've got to say, hats off to Rare. You know, we are big yeah. fans of Rare and what they've been doing with Sea of Thieves. Um, I know it's not. Not everybody's quite as taken by the game. Blunder, for instance isn't as sold on it as us, but Blunder has these moments with the game, and I am going to drag Blunder kicking and screaming to play these, because Blunder's going to love these, going to absolutely love these, 
because they have that story, they have that camp. It feels like a proper, I think it's around eight hours or so, it feels like a proper eight-hour sort of single-player campaign on its own. And then mm. you've got the rest of the game on top of all that. Uh, this all came as for free. Free? There's a whole bunch of cosmetics and stuff as well. And of course, there's the, the new season, the new battle pass, the new plunder pass on top of it. But also, you know, they talk about the fact that, and you know, they're saying about how, oh, you know, that this is, you know, the whole Jack Sparrow thing, oh, it's going to bring change to the Sea of Thieves. The, the Sea of Thieves will never be the same again. And you're a bit like, well, I, yeah. And then it's like, I, but it's just a tall tale. It's not. A lot of the features, the enemies that they have introduced um, mm -hmm. are now in the game. It, we got attacked at an outpost by some of the enemies in the game. We're like, what's happening? This is, a, is there no bloody... You know, is there no decency left in the world we're being attacked at <laughs> an outpost? Um, the stuff you think you know about the Sea of Thieves, the, you know, the Sea of Thieves isn't what you you, you think you know anymore. Um, I'm I'm loving it. I'm genuinely so excited about it. I'm going to play some more on Saturday. Uh, I think I'm going to do Tale, uh, Tall Tale 3 um, at least. Um, and I am just so delighted. I'm also very excited about what else they might do with, with Pirates of the Caribbean. Is this going to be the one and only thing that they do with it? Or is there, you know, is there going to be some more stuff if, if this proves successful? Because it certainly is proving a big, big hit with the community so far. And I, I'm loving it. It felt like yeah. a proper event. And so far, it has not let me down. Yeah, I, I hope they clean up the bugs nice and quick um, so that people who are perhaps not as enthused as us don't get put off. Yeah, um, Tall 2 is the one, the major one, the major one. They're working on a hotfix for that, and then they're going to adjust other things. You know, Sea of Thieves, like any live service game, can be buggy from time mm. to time, and every time they change something under the hood, it does lead to other bugs. But you know, it will happen. And the thing is, yeah, if, listen, if you're not too worried about it straight away, you're not bursting at the seams to go and play it. They just give it a week or two. They'll fix it. They'll yeah. get it sorted. And then it'll be ready to play. Um, for me, I'm just going to play through it right now, fully aware that there will be some bugs, and then I'm going to play through it again once they fix it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, blown away by it. Absolutely delighted. Thought it was excellent. Happy days. Yeah. Uh, right. We better go on with these viewers' games. The viewers have been in touch. Uh, Bright Bright Two on Discord got in touch, uh, saying that the Microsoft Showcase was really good, particularly the Top Gun stuff. Flight Sim and the new Forza Horizon game. Meanwhile, I've been playing The Dark Alliance, Beyond Two Souls, and more Forza Horizon 4. Excellent, right? Getting to sell in the mood. Daybreak has been in touch and they said Subnautica, Zoo Tycoon, Dragon Age. Oh, that's uh, Daybreak's been playing all of them. Quite a pick and mix. Completely destroy all humans and call of the sea. And Hold loving on. the new Tall Tales on Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah, Daybreak. Daybreak <laughs> actually, as we know, just recently came back after being working at sea for a long time. Came back, picked themselves up a lovely Xbox Series S and is clearly smashing their way through Game Pass. Um, aye, aye, they're loving it. Jamsy42 has been in touch uh, on Twitter. Losing all my time in the world to playing Football Manager 2021 on Xbox Series S. Uh-oh. Uh, good news, Paul Kaczynski. I've got Partick Thistle in the Premier League. Happy days, where we belong. Just goes, just goes to show you how unrealistic computer games are. Uh, <laughs> also, 
had a good few sessions on the Sea of Thieves, really enjoying it the more I play. E3 Xbox knocked out the park for me. Another vote for Xbox, eh? Scruffy has been in touch. Uh, I've been stuck in the mud with SnowRunner. Oh, what a game. What a game. Chopping off heads in Chivalry 2 and becoming a pirate legend in Sea of Thieves. Yes! Congratulations, Scruffy. I missed that. I'm gutted I missed that. It kept it very quiet. I managed to see it with Scruffy uh, Random and Idlebird for a wee night. And he very casually went, yeah, I got Pirate Legend last night, so that's, that's good. Cheeky Charlie. Unbelievable Scruff. I was screaming it to everybody. I was like screaming it to my neighbours <laughs> in the street and all that. And they're all like, what? I was like, I'm Pirate Legend! But that was like October, you know. It was more of a big deal then. Game it was harder. Like it's harder then, wasn't it? years then. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to now, it's been for like three years. Listen, um, Colin, also, you were you were pirate legend way before you started playing Sea of Thieves, mate. Nah, I know what I mean. Know I mean, know what I mean. Uh, Scruffy says E three was great. Halo Infinite, Forza Horizon Five, and Flight Sim all have me hyped. Woo! There we are. Um, so that is, uh, of course, how the 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 viewers have been the viewers slash listeners have been in touch. If you would like to get in touch, here's how you do it. We'd love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men or email info at thenearlymen.com And there we go. Um, so, <laughs> I was you've, like, got, you've got the fear about that one, don't there was, you? <laughs> I, there was a big delay there. There was a big gap. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I just started making sounds. Uh, we've got some new releases. I'm, I'm ever the... I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, uh, Legend of Mana is out on the 24th. That's it. That's today. That's today <laughs> as we're recording. Legend of uh, Mana is out on the PC, the PS4, and the Switch. Um, also today, Rogue Book comes out on the PC. Tomorrow, that's the 25th of June, we've got Scarlet Nexus. That's coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Xbox systems. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is coming to the Switch. I've heard it's actually a very good pat, uh, port that. That's out tomorrow. Oh. That's super exciting. Uh, what a classic, classic couple of games. Uh, super Squad is coming to PC. That's also on the 25th of June. Uh, and Mario Golf Super Rush is coming to the Switch on the 25th of June. I know Paul was excited about that one. Um, Solaris Off Homeworld Combat is coming to PSVR. That's on the 26th. So that's a uh, strange one. Is that a Saturday? Coming out a Saturday? Strange. Anyway, that's that. That's that. On the 29th, you've got Sky, Children of the Light. That's coming to the Switch. 30th of June, you've got Doki Doki Literature Club, pa- Club Plus. Sorry, That's coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series X and S, and the Switch. That's everything, basically, that's coming to. Mask Maker is coming to PSVR on the 2nd of July. We've also got Ender Lilies. Quietus of the Nights is coming to PS4 and PS5. That's on the 6th of July. And uh, oh, it's a certain somebody's birthday. Um, the Black Skylands is coming to the PC on the 9th of July. And indeed, also on the 9th of July, we have Monster Hunter Stories Two Wings of Ruin for the PC and the Switch. Uh, so there you go. That's your new releases. Beautiful. Oh, we have some questions from the chat. Well, there was some chat in the chat and chat and chat. Uh, a couple of ones I picked out. Subtle was there. Uh, was saying I always mean to watch the gaming events, uh, but I don't have the attention span. 
I'd be interested in 90%. I wouldn't, sorry, I wouldn't be interested in 90% of the games featured. And I can't wait around to see a trailer for the one I might like. I know what you mean. It's a lot of time. Because, you know, E3, there's like a show every day, at least one show. And it's, like you, know, weekend, isn't it? you know, three hours long. Have you got that kind of time? Tommy B yeah. popped in. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, Colin. Uh, Tommy B topped in just to say, Hello, chums, I can't stay, but I just wanted to make you really jealous and let you know that you sat outside a fancy restaurant having a vegan donor. That doesn't sound nice at all. I I mean, I've got nothing against vegan food. I've got nothing against vegans. I just don't know if I'd want a vegan donor. I, I, I like, do- I like donor kebab, but I think if you're going donor kebab, you just have to go mental. Kind of defeats feel. the point, doesn't it? A wee bit, aye. Aye. Um, Still, nice of you pop in, Tommy. And Al Nubist uh, felt very proud of getting the year for Jet Set Willie so quickly. He did. He got it. I mean, I asked it and he said it immediately. Bang on, 1984. (laughs) There we go. You're proud and you're old, Al Nubist. It's it's just both. It's just both. (laughs) (laughs) But that was it. That that was the, the pics of the chat there. There we are. Uh, well, listen, that, that, this is a bit of a bumper episode. I suppose there was always the danger when when Blunder wasn't here to give us the teacher stink isn't here. eye. When Teacher wasn't here to give <laughs> us the stink eye when we started wittering on about too many things about games that Blunder's not interested in. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, a, a little bit uh, more than, than usual, but um, we've got some stuff coming up. Uh, next week, this uh next week um we're, we're, it's one in one out mr kaczynski's going to be away for a bit um getting a well-earned rest blunder and i will be here uh i don't know exactly what we're doing yet but i've got an idea got an idea all going to plan we'll be announcing that soon what blunder and i will be playing um paulo you're you're taking some time off streaming you're going to be away for a wee bit i'm away um, I, i'm back on the 11th of july for the sunday social is my next stream the 11th nice one uh well uh we'll we'll, we'll try and keep Twitch warm for you. Keep it warm, mate. Keep it warm. Uh, in the in the meantime, I'll um, be popping in and saying hello. I'm not disappearing. You'll not get rid of me that easily. And he's no, he's no dying or nothing. He's no. No yet. <laughs> <laughs> How bad will you feel now if I die in the next couple of weeks? Uh, well, this uh, this clip will get pa- played in the news and all that. Do you know the <laughs> most alarming? Do you know the terrible thing is the first thing I thought was, how will I be able to log into Nearly Men Twitch if he's? Deep? <laughs> Ah, Blunderboy knows what he's doing, don't worry. <laughs> Where will I get my Authy code from? Oh, the Authy um, Oh, God, aye. aye, aye that goes I with me to the grave. I'll be it, Oh, no, this is finished. Um, but apart from that, I'd, I'd miss you. I'd good, miss you. good. I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> um, yes, I am going to be back. I, I suppose I better say, actually... Right, so Blunder's on the Randan tonight, right? Uh, for him, it doesn't know what that means. Uh, he's having having a wee night out, a few sherbets, and um, I mean, I don't know for definite. <laughs> if, anybody, if anybody needs to know what that means, I'm going to tell you in another different way that you might not know <laughs> what it means. <laughs> exactly. Listen, if you don't understand, you don't understand. But um, I would literally wager dollars to donuts that he will not be streaming tomorrow afternoon. Oh, not um, a chance! Not I... a chance! I think uh, he'll be joining me in the grave. I on the cusp of death <laughs> tomorrow, probably. So there won't be a, a blunder stream tomorrow. I will not be streaming tomorrow. Tomorrow's my last day of sort of uh, my my regular sort of working thing at the moment. So I will not be on tomorrow. But I am going to be on on Saturday morning. Saturday morning <gasps> at nine a.m. because Sea of Thieves drops are live for all streamers. 
a lot of the CEO teams partners normally the drops are kept for the partners um, a lot of the partners are, are, are stepping back are streaming something else for the day to let all the folk that want to get drops to get them off of off of regular Brilliant. folks just the, the normal the normal the normal folks so if you want to get your drops come along to Captain Shamble stream and uh, I'm actually starting at 9am because that's the very end of the Friday drops and the very start of the Saturday drops so actually oh. hopefully you'll be able to get both on the one stream if you're if you're in nice and sharp um happy days so I'm hoping I'm hoping for that that'll be fun I'm really excited I, I do hope that Rear do a little bit more of this and and maybe do open it up to either either just letting you know they probably won't just let everybody get drops all the time but i wonder if they might let the creator crew do it or maybe you know you can maybe apply to get drops every so often and maybe sometimes you'll win them get them sometimes you won't and of course there'll be ones just for partners as well but i just think it's it's a really cool thing another another way that i think that rare are really leading the way with embracing streaming of their games yeah certain, certain um certain devs don't seem to be embracing it quite the way that rare do and yeah I'm just loving it. So so it would be my honour to supply some of you folks out there with some drops. So if you want to get your Sea of Thieves drops, I'll be letting you know how to do it. You basically have to go to the Sea of Thieves website. Um, uh, you will find it on there. Just type in Sea of Thieves Twitch drops. It'll take you to the page. Uh, you link your Sea of Thieves account to your Twitch account and make sure you've got drops enabled in your Twitch settings. And that's all you need to do. And then you just watch for 20 minutes and you'll get your drops. Have a day. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think that's everything, Paolo. Um, have you got anything left to say? Just look after yourselves. Look after yeah. Colin while I'm gone. He's, Aye. you know, he gives the impression that he's the big I am, but he's he's actually just a wee boy. So please look after him while I'm gone. Yes, that, that is very <laughs> true. Please do. Please come and come and keep an eye on me, everybody. Give him cuddles, um, Paolo. I hope you have a wonderful time away. It's hugely deserved. I hope you come back refreshed. And I will. I will uh, harass you every single day on WhatsApp. I would expect nothing less. Discord and Twitter. Oh, okay. And Facebook. Up and, in it. Up in the game, I see. Just, just, just text messages and everything. Good. And I'll send you Good. Xbox messages. I'll send you PlayStation messages. Right. I'll see if I can borrow a Switch and send you Switch messages. Okay, uh, okay. I'll send you some stuff on Steam. I'll do, I'll do all that. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> just think of this, Pilar. Think of how many Windows updates you're going to have to install when you get back. Oh, my God. Windows 11 might be out by the time I buy <laughs> Oh God! That's it. That's it. Anyway, listen. Thank you so much to all you lovely folks out there for listening. Um, thank you to all our lovely, our our live audience here on Twitch. And uh, yeah, thank you to yourself. Um, good luck to Blunderboy with a hangover. I don't know why I'm saying that. Blunderboy's definitely not going to listen to this. Um, no, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> but we we hope that Blunder enjoys enjoys himself and is a well earned rest after after working very hard throughout the year. Um, we'll be back next uh, next week. Myself and Blunder on the fifth. No, that's not the fifteenth of June. 15th that's of the July. next be... episode. Ah, it's not June, no, mate. It's not June. Oh, I'm June's sorry, now. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode, episode ninety-one, is on the fifteenth of July. Can you I think there's it? a big question mark on it? If you, I don't know if you can. You didn't read the question mark there's, today. There's actually four question marks. How did I read that out? Four question marks. <laughs> I think it's the fifteenth of July. I love the fact that you put the question marks next to it, as though those question marks are sort of there, like, oh my god, how can it be June? Oh, I can't believe it's it's going to be the fifteenth of June. In two no. weeks time, and then you're like, no, mate, it's going to be fifteenth of July. It's even worse. 
No, it's because we had to confirm that's when the next episode was. Jeez Louise. <laughs> yes, that's when the next episode of the podcast will be. So episode uh, 91 will be on the 15th of July. Uh, Lunder and I will be back next week and we'll, we'll keep you updated. Um, yeah, apart from that, folks, I will see you all. Uh, those of you who are up bright and early, I'll see you on Saturday at 9am on twitch.tv slash callinnm. Kaczynski, have a wonderful holiday and uh, folks, we'll, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.